0: Dave, here with me, a couple of 10-on-10 10 10 award winners, Anthony and Moose. Hello! What's, what's up? And I say, it's guys, it feels like it's been forever since we last had a podcast or spoke to
1: each other. Weird. It's been some, it's been some time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> There's been a few chugs in between.
1: Yeah, those, beer, uh, those beer bets uh, were uh, quite quite a... Quite a, it was quite a two-day event.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes, it was a wild two days. If you guys didn't see on Instagram, um, we posted all the beer chugs. All the season-long beer bets were cashed in uh, during Super Wild Card weekend. And it was wild. It was wild. Anthony, you did 12 beer chugs over the
2: weekend. I did. I did. And yeah. unfortunately, I saved the majority for Sunday. So, <laughs>
1: 12 is did... an interesting number. I think that was your average finishing position as well.
0: Oh, man. I Shots being fired. I didn't finish 12.
1: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just busting your chops. That
0: busting hurt. the chops. That hurt my heart. Moose said chops to keep it PG. I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, I mean, you could you could say the other one, I think.
1: I like I, I'm, I'm going to stick with chops
0: chops okay that's in your chops it's a good way to do it he's
1: been working out all year he's got a good set of chops
2: good set of Mm, chops yeah
0: yeah yeah all those uh light beers that will that will factor into today's today's i'm i'm telling you guys
2: after those 12 those 12 chugs on the weekend plus every other beer that i drank in between uh i went for a run on tuesday and i'm telling you like i wanted to throw up on the side of the road (laughs) you didn't didn't feel like a div one no, did not feel like Div one. <laughs> like a it Was three. awful. Like a Diff three athlete. I, speaking, uh...
1: speaking of beer, I'm I'm rolling with a Quebec classic today. What do you got? got a, I got a Laurentide.
0: Oh, a oh. Laurentide! That is a classic. Man, I haven't had Laurentide in ages.
1: It's delicious.
0: Are they? T- I can't remember. Can't even remember what they taste like.
1: D- I just said delicious. Oh,
0: delicious. Okay. All right. Fine. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Well, what are you yeah. talking about, Dave?
2: <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Um I I'm gone with a traditional Anthony uh with a, a Mickey Ultralight. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. I got to I got yeah. to go on a beer run for this weekend to drink some quality beers for the playoff games.
0: Yeah, and uh I myself have taken a a made a decision to be a little healthier during the week. Uh, <sighs> super wild card weekend. All season of the podcast of all the beers, uh, many, many beers were drunk, and uh, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted, but I'm going to save my uh, my fancy beers for the weekend, so I'm drinking uh, a good old uh, Soda Stream Club soda, which is basically like a Mickey Ultralight, so cheers, mm. out Uh
2: But no, there's no alcoholic content, and <laughs> um, I basically, don't know. Yeah, uh, this,
1: season, this season, since we all got a good laugh early in the season... In the off season, Dave's gonna be the sober carpenter.
2: Yeah,
0: I'll be the sober carpenter. In, in during the week. When we do our weekend, uh, you know, have some beers, watch the football game. Come on. Come out. You know, gotta have some fun. But I'm gonna be a little healthier here during the week. I'm not training for D one or anything, but let me tell you.
1: Well, to be clear, Anthony wasn't training for D1. He was
0: right. just training right.
1: like a like
0: D1. A D1. Like he was in D1.
2: And gotcha. did I reach peak performance in my training to be considered D1? Not at all. But <laughs> I I needed that extra push because, you know, COVID, you know, people are stuck at home in the same old routine, home workouts get boring as hell. So having uh, a trainer for for a month was uh it was a nice change of pace.
0: I imagine it was. I imagine it was. Keep it going. Are you going to go back to your trainer or what?
2: Uh, maybe, like, who knows how long this will go on for. And like we have a, uh, like we've mentioned in an earlier podcast, we have a curfew now, which is 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. So, uh, you know, coming back from work, uh, the availability is not really there. So if things get a little bit better, maybe it might go in another month or two.
1: Anthony, there's, okay. there's a tentative plan to build a gym in my basement. You can
2: come work Ooh. out there. Oh I like it. I, you got a, a home gym. you're gonna have a nice basement. Yeah, it's gonna be uh you know but
0: hold on. The basement's gonna have a little mini home gym and like a man cave area for watching football or
1: Yes. Well the Dave, gym there's okay, plenty okay. of space. <laughs> the gym okay. will also be for football viewing. So if you wanted to view football while working out, you could.
2: Oh, I like that! You know when that's, your fantasy players really get you cool. so mad that you just want to like pump iron.
1: Yeah, you know, you just yeah. you hop, you hop on the bike, and you you know you you do little little roll through the suburbs while the game's on, <laughs> and then when the ads come on, <laughs> boom, you hit the sprint. Yep. Sprint
0: for the ads. I like it. Yeah, cool. All right, well, uh, that's uh, something to look forward to. There, moves. I like it. I like it. Um. All right. I don't think we need to recap Super Wildcard Weekend. Uh, it was super fun, but I do want to mention that Moose is continuing his dominance from fantasy into um, football pickems because you went five and one on uh, game winners this weekend, isn't that right, Moose? That is correct. Uh, and Anthony and I were four and two. Um, we all got the Pittsburgh pick wrong. Big surprise. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that was one of the worst games. I've, I mean, worst starts to a game I've ever seen. I think it was literally the worst NFL history.
1: But you, but you know, know, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to make a joke here, but I was going to say something like Ben Roethlisberger definitely picked that game.
0: He did. He did pick
2: <laughs> a lot that game.
0: It was um, ugly.
2: But the funny thing about that game when we were talking about, I think it was before we recorded the episode where we made our picks. I was thinking Cleveland, but I was like there's no way like they've been good all season, but I'm like there's no way with the coaching staff gone in their first playoff game in forever that they were going to win this. But I, I and they just pulled it off. And, like, and they and were a few really players players prepared. And right. I'm going
1: to put it to you like this. Cleveland did not win that game. Pittsburgh lost it.
0: Yes. yes. I mean, right.
1: but I mean, I mean the, team, the team that turns over the ball the most is likely going to lose. Right. And Ben threw it to the other team. What five times? Four. Right.
0: Four picks. Four picks. even.
1: Four even picks plus the plus Four the, the snap
0: over the head. Not just a fumble. A snap over his head to start the game, and they miss it, and Cleveland jumps on it. So it's like the game like it hasn't even started, and they're already up seven nothing. It was yeah. So yeah.
1: I, everybody's everybody's all hot and excited about Cleveland, but Pittsburgh uh, kind of handed them the win a little bit.
0: Well, right. I will say this: they did. But I will say this, sorry, Anthony afterwards when pittsburgh started to storm back cleveland was playing a little bit prevent defense but the pittsburgh defense could not stop cleveland right, cleveland was having was the their problem. way with them on offense and that that was surprising um you know pittsburgh has had some injuries on defense but they've been relatively good and the fact that they could throw any pass they wanted short deep outs posts um slants to Jarvis Landry and run the ball and screen passes interesting like their offense looked pretty good
2: like the thing that i said is the most annoying about playoff football when you watch it and you see teams go like like uh indianapolis for example they go 14 plays down the field and they don't come away with a field goal or a touchdown cleveland went down and scored touchdowns that's what you have to do even though they didn't play that well defensively either because even though big ben threw four picks he didn't he break a record for completions and he had like 400 yards like a 501 Cleveland, yards. 501 yards. If Cleveland <laughs> yeah. didn't score, like if Cleveland had kicked some more field goals instead of touchdowns, like they could have still lost this game. So I, I give them kudos to score on okay. the Pittsburgh oh, defense. So Ben Roth, Ben Roethlisberger, it, it, should his nickname just
1: be Babe Ruth now?
2: Why? Well, Why? because he
1: struck out just as many times as he had home runs.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't great. It wasn't a good, it wasn't a good game, but I, uh... I see what Anthony's what Anthony's point
2: is. Yeah.
0: Anyways, um yeah, and the other games were pretty much as expected. Anthony picked his Bears cuz he had to. Uh but the Saints were victorious and I picked uh the Seahawks who were not victorious. They were awful. Any any surprises from the weekend besides the Browns beating the Steelers? Anything stand out to I mean, you? I thought
1: the Seahawks would have I don't know, we've spoken about it at length already, but I don't know, I thought the hmm. Seahawks I don't know. They just didn't, they didn't look like they wanted it.
0: Yeah. I thought they would have figured it out. And uh, bears mentioning that they fired their offensive coordinator, Brian Schottenheimer a few days ago. So, and Russ, Russ Wilson was really close with them. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens next year. I think Pete Carroll, they said it was philosophical differences between uh, Pete Carroll and him. So I think Pete Carroll
2: wants
1: to just pound the ball. He wants to run, run, run. Which is so silly given the talent they have downfield. But yeah. Th-
2: there was a few uh, coach hirings too. Dan Quinn, uh defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. Yep. Cabbies. Um Urban Meyer.
0: Is it official with Jacksonville? Uh, it's official. Oh, all right. Did he get 12 million a year?
2: That I don't know. Um Okay. Then I know is it Robert Sala? Is that his first name? Yeah. 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 He's going, he's being flown in for, or he's flying in for a second interview, which usually means he'll be hired to the jets. So it looks like he will be the jets head coach.
1: Ooh, Holy smokes.
0: The jets, not uh, the lions. Oh no.
2: Well, they're calling him in for the second one. Um, And I think Todd, Todd Bowles is being, he's being interviewed for a job. I think for the lions. The Lions are interviewing him too which i think that would be a bad and call. another
0: hot uh commodity is eric b Biennemi, mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator for the chiefs and brian dable the offensive coordinator for the bills so those are both sought after targets potentially it's gonna be interesting coaches can change a lot urban Meyer is gonna be very interesting uh obviously a highly successful college coach he has a, a great book that I, I recommend any sports fan read but really anyone I obviously was particularly important to me as a coach but it's called Above the Line and he talks in it talks all about how to build culture and establish culture which is what they're bringing him in to do in Jacksonville so it's pretty cool go check it out alright uh, should we do our pickums since we're already talking Should we do pickums for this uh, upcoming week let's do it sure do it guys okay. so just do it um, so Moose uh, I'm going to have you lead off since you're the uh, the man here so Saturday, we have Rams-Packers and Ravens-Bills, both of which could potentially be snowing. I don't know if we got the weather report there, but in Buffalo, in Green Bay, both could be snow games. And
1: I, I think it changes things a little bit for me. What do, do we not, the do, What's the situation with uh, Aaron Donald? Is he he said he was a go. Going to play.
0: I think it's torn rib cartilage, but he's going to play. Okay, so uh, I'm I'm
1: going he, Bills Bills and Packers.
0: Okay, and Packers and Goff's playing. Wolford is not playing. So to me, I got to agree with you, Moose, on Packers for for the injuries. So Goff playing injured. Donald playing injured. um, Cam Akers still coming off injury. Um, you know Cooper Cup was out for a bit, and then they got to go to Green Bay and play in the snow. And Green Bay knows how to play in the snow. They're gonna bust out AJ Dillon on well, you. They're gonna bust. Let me out give Aaron you. That's
1: why, that's why I asked about Aaron Donald because Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. I mean, we've seen them tear it up in the snow. If they can tear it up again, if they don't have Aaron Donald, it's it's over.
2: Well, let me give some information here. Um, yeah. So Friday, it's. Snowing, seventy percent chance with one to three centimeters of snow and one to three millimeters of rain, and Oof. it's three degrees. Saturday, it's less than a centimeter of snow. Can we get that in inches? Um, and two <laughs> degrees, so it doesn't look like it's like not a lot, not a lot. No, um, it won't be
0: snowing. There'll have been snow, but it's also cold and yeah. like and
2: it's a well, grass two degrees field, is right? Not bad. So. Two degrees yeah. is not the worst, but... Two degrees Celsius. That's Celsius for all you... Uh, not fair enough. Two
1: degrees <laughs> is cold, man. Two degrees hurts when you Two degrees time. is
0: cold. Yeah. I think it, it still favors Green Bay to play in that style and that weather. Um, yeah. They know how to handle it.
2: Like, I hate... I hate picking Green Bay for a win, but if, like, that's I all I have...
1: Pick the Rams, but be wrong.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams because I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, but I don't think Goff can handle the snow. But I'm going with the Rams. I stick I with them. Like, listen, I hope Donald plays the whole game because I think he could really disrupt Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and if Donald's
0: that, healthy, it's
1: it could it could be trouble. I think
0: it's gonna it be very competitive. Takes
2: a, it takes a lot of core strength to be yeah. and sliding. So I don't, yeah. I don't count on it. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with them, and I'm gonna go with the the Bills. My bills.
0: All right, Anthony, drum up the uh snow report for Buffalo, please. Uh heading into this game. Because I'll tell you what, um heading into the playoffs, I was like, hey, Buffalo's gonna gonna win the AFC. Um, but they didn't they <laughs> really struggled against the Colts. So, and all right, hit us, hit us, Anthony.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be two degrees as well, but one to three centimeters of snow. No. 40% chance of that. Yeah. Say goodbye to Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson's wheels. I,
0: I'm No, 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 no. Advantage Lamar Jackson and advantage Baltimore's power running game. So the, when you're, when you're dealing with snow and playing football in the snow, playing rugby in the snow, maybe you have the defender is second to react. They're reacting to your movement. So, you know, if you want to make a cut or where, which direction you're going. So if Lamar moves, they have to react afterwards to what he's done and slip and slide because they don't know where they're going, and they, they're going to be off balance. I think a power running game in Lamar Jackson is favored in the snow. Now, on the other side, I think Josh Allen can also run in the snow
2: too. So Right. It's his home. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It's his home turf, and I think I think that this is the game where Lamar Jackson – won't be able to come back if Buffalo gets ahead or when Buffalo gets ahead. I think Josh Allen is a much better leader than Lamar Jackson and has more weapons and better talent than he's a better talent than Lamar Jackson. Because Lamar Jackson, if he's from behind and he has to throw, he won't be able to do it, especially in the cold. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know that if Buffalo gets behind, I have more faith that, Josh Allen can bring the team back because he will put the team on his shoulders. Like, look at it against Indianapolis. Like, they, at one point, I was just like, I was saying to myself, Josh Allen just has to take the game into his own hands and, like, make a few big run plays, and he did. And they caught up, and then their defense stayed strong towards the end of the game, and it was great. You got the ball to Stefan Diggs. It was a great game. So, I, yeah. I, like,
0: can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. Um, and I love the bills, but I'm, I'm picking Baltimore. I'm veering off of my Buffalo train, I'm jumping off the train. I'm hopping on the Baltimore train. Um, one already talked about the offense, the power running game, Lamar Jackson. They're going to run, run, run Buffalo's weakness. Their only weakness perhaps is defending against the run. So that that's a mismatch there. Um, Buffalo on offense relies too heavily on Josh Allen to run the ball. So and Baltimore's really good defense and a very good secondary. Marcus are Peters you, uh, uh, has the most interceptions the past like four years. Um, so are I'm cons- concerned there. A beer
1: bet on those statements.
0: Ooh, uh, sure. Which one? In the game? Yeah. I'll put a beer, a beer bet in the game. Sure, that's right. friendly. Beer bet. Yeah, beer bet it up. Um, and just remember, Zach Moss. Zach Zach Moss is out. I know he's not uh, super important for for the team. So, like single even, he did shine. Fine. Sure, but short yardage stuff. Now they know it's Josh Allen. They got a key off Josh Allen. They know.
1: Yeah, so that's that. He's a freaking wall. I mean, and this okay. this, this is nothing because I don't think he'll play. But they also signed Devonta Freeman.
0: Yes, to the practice squad. So I don't know. Anyways, I, listen, uh, I'm just cheering for I, like I'll be fine if Buffalo wins because I really like Buffalo um, and Josh Allen. And I think a Josh Allen, either way. Well, we'll talk about Cleveland, and but I think we're all probably gonna pick Kansas City. A Mahomes versus Josh Allen or a Mahomes versus Lamar will be really fun either way. So but I am going Baltimore.
1: Yeah. I, you guys I, are both. Yeah. Okay. Bills.
0: Duh. Bills. And don't forget, Baltimore underrated the, the struggle with COVID early on mid season. A lot of COVID, a lot of injuries. Um, but now they're healthy. So all right. Sunday. We got Cleveland versus Kansas City. Cleveland at Kansas City. Dave. And uh Dave. yeah.
1: You mentioned COVID and injuries in Baltimore. You failed to mention the midseason poop.
0: The midseason poop, <laughs> the famous midseason poop against the Browns, uh, who are going up against the Chiefs on Sunday and the Bucks at the Saints. These are going to be interesting. All right, Browns, Chiefs. What's your pick, Anthony? You
2: start. I'm going to go Chiefs because I did pick oh, them for wow, the Super Bowl. Shocking. I can't even
1: um, believe
2: you asked us. It's, it's the yeah. Chiefs. Yes. It's the Chiefs. And, <laughs> now,
1: uh,
0: I'll also pick the Chiefs. How close do you think it's going to be? The spread is 10 points. So the Chiefs close. are favored by 10 points. Do you think the Chiefs will cover the spread? Do you think they'll win by more than 10 points? Yes. Anthony?
2: By more than 10 points? Absolutely. Yeah. I,
0: I think the Browns keep it close. I think they cover the spread.
2: No, they're going to be shown they're going to be shown what it's like to be a playoff team and a successful team like this is they beat Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh had their issues for the back half of the season. And um, Kansas City is the real deal. Like Kansas City is so good of a team that they will be like the next Patriots in the sense that like, who else are you going to pick from that conference to go to the the Super Bowl? Like it's just every year for the next like three, four, five years, we're going to be saying Kansas City.
0: Okay, like here's so here's the only thing,
2: they're the real deal. Cleveland's not. Here's, this is here's the, the first only year. thing: their L-State. starters,
0: their starters, their starters haven't played in three weeks. Okay, because that's they the sat whole point. That's a then normal at a bye better.
2: week. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But Kansas and I know City, Patrick Kansas Patrick City, Mahomes. So when New England gets uh, all of those bye weeks all the time, they're worse off. You play for the bye week. If teams didn't want the bye no, week no, but and they, rest, but they
0: but they all always play in week seventeen. They would play playing week. Yeah,
2: 17. Yeah, but teams do that as well. This is not a new thing. This is a normal thing.
0: Let me finish. I know Patrick Mahomes can throw together. They can score three touchdowns in the span of seven minutes. But again, the only way you could beat Kansas City, and they're not I don't think Cleveland's going to beat them, but the only way you can keep it competitive is by keeping Mahomes off the field. And I think that Cleveland's offense against Kansas City's poor rush defense, again, that's their weakness. They can ground and pound Mahomes off the field. So I think they'll keep it close. And Cleveland has a very capable defense. Don't forget, Kansas City... Don't be fooled by their fifteen and one record. Their last, I think, seven games of the year were one score games. They almost lost to the Atlanta Falcons. It took a last minute field goal. It's to a, beat. Whole new the a whole new season. Atlanta, a whole new season. The
1: Kansas City, they just cool it down. At any point, they could just turn it up and destroy all these teams. True, but they yeah, just calm it down. Why get injured? Why play at? They don't have to play at a hundred percent to beat these teams. Do so no you think talent. they were
0: purposely? You think they were purposely toning it down in games?
1: I mean. I would if, Consciously. My team, if my, if, if the level of talent was so high that my team could play at a, at a lesser percentage and still win and, you know, uh, reduce the risk of, of injury. Yes. A hundred percent.
0: All right. Well, let's do a beer bet on the spread. I mean, I you, say... you
1: only need to win by one point. You don't need to blow people out every week. You just right. need to win. So sure win. You know <laughs> right. uh, smart uh, I teams say, win I say, even by one point
0: all right i say cleveland covers the spread 10 points
2: so i say i say kansas city will win by more than 10 points yeah I, and if I, it's
0: exactly I, 10 just so you know the rules when, when it's exactly 10 no nobody
2: wins or loses I, you want to cool. beer bet that one as well no 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 our rule for beer bets is you drink but that's you not how drink. the spread works in no gambling. but this is how our spread works somebody's gotta okay drink. so
0: so what do you so who drinks on 10 if it's exactly a 10 point victory are you guys gonna give me that leeway or do you need that leeway for you guys
1: yeah well okay okay if it's exactly 10 yeah uh let's flip a coin
2: yeah we'll flip a coin
0: no 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 let's 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 make the bet
2: so you so you're really so not ten. confident in in your i mean
0: you guys were so confident cancer's gonna blow them out of the water
2: okay i'll take oh, i'll yeah. take did, you I... you get 10. i will take over 10. yes same
0: okay so is it a double am i is it a double Oh
1: my. God. well <laughs> if you're getting this leeway then it should be all right
0: okay yeah so cleveland covers the spread
1: dab it in the sand
0: so 10 so you guys have to have 11 points or more for for you guys to win,
2: yeah,
0: ten and under it's me. Okay. Um,
2: oh, and right. breaking news: Jets hired Robert Sala as head coach.
0: Oh, official good for Robert Sala. Although not really, because the Jets are a horrible organization, but they really need new ownership, is what they need. But good on them. I really like him. I think he's awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. Uh. So Browns and, Chiefs. We don't need to talk anymore about that.
2: And then, um. I mean, I've been talking up Tampa Bay this whole season because I expected them to be dominant. They weren't very dominant, but they were a good team. But I think I love way more players on New Orleans. Um, so I'm gonna go with New Orleans in this one.
0: This one to team. me this one to me is the toughest call.
2: To make. Oh, for sure. It's so close.
0: Yeah. Like Brady versus Breeze, uh, great Actually, defense versus you know what? pretty good defense, really good offense on Tampa, like I'm going to switch Wait, what Anthony new whoa Orleans, I want new,
2: I want New Orleans to win but I just thought of something I want New Orleans to win but I'm going to pick Tampa Bay you know why they lost twice to New Orleans and I don't think Tom Brady is going to lose three times to a team exactly
0: exactly yeah. That's the key can you beat Tom Brady and the Bucs three times in one season like I'll I believe feel it like would happened. but I don't know all so. his cards um and there's some stat about uh, this is this has happened 26 times before or something like that, or 32 times before. No, not 20. What was it? The record is 14 and eight. What does that math add up to 22? So 22 times in the playoffs where divisional teams have met and one of them has beaten the other one twice during the regular season, then meet in the playoffs. And the two and zero team has won 14 and lost eight of those games. So it's the, History is with the team. That's one, two. That's one, both to sweep. But I don't know. I feel like Brady is just such a winner. I don't think he. I don't think he can lose. You know, Moose. What's your call? I'm going Saints. You're going Saints. I mean, I guess I. I guess I gotta stick with Saints because they were my they were my pre pre preseason pick. So I gotta I'll stay with them because it would be dumb to dump them now. So I'll stay with the Saints. But I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be very interesting. I would not be surprised if the Bucks win. Mean, but you I'll, should I'll go with Saints
1: because you're you're going to lose two other beer bets, so it's, you better play it safe.
0: <laughs> well, I never, I never sent beer bet on this one, but uh, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: You're, you're already going to lose two other beer bets, so it's better to take the Saints in case there's a third beer bet.
0: Okay. Okay. Um. All right. So we all agree with the Saints, but that's going to be a very interesting game very it, fun it's good
1: so no i didn't no so we don't close. all
2: agree the, saints the the teams who didn't
0: agree Saints. oh you're saying Anthony's bucks on bucks the
1: yeah, it's bucks, okay. the teams is just so close they both have very strong offenses very good defenses two aged talented quarterbacks i mean and like ugh, anything could happen
0: yeah. the saints have a tremendous defense but washington has a pretty good d and can their their defensive line is considered one of the best in the league, if not the best. And I don't know if you guys remember the the Bucks game, but Brady was untouched. Like I never Chase Young didn't get a hand on him. Like the the protection was fantastic. So if you give Brady that kind of time, and he's got Evans, Godwin, Brown, Gronk, Scotty Miller, uh it's you know, Cameron and great look. I think Ronald Cameron, great. I think Ronald Jones playing and his health will be a key factor. Fournette looked great, but. I think having both of them makes a difference. So, but uh yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I can't wait. Getting excited, guys. You know, all <laughs> right. So we have our picks in. So uh <laughs> so real quick, uh, we're all two of us on Packers, Anthony on Rams. Yep. Um, you guys are both on Bills, I'm on Ravens. We're beer betting that one. Um you two are on we're all on the Chiefs, but I'm picking the Browns to pick the spread to cover the spread. And we have a beer bet on that and we're all two of us on same double down beer bet. It's a double down. Great.
1: (laughs) I thought we were down with these. God damn it.
0: Um, okay. Let's get into the second half of our show, which is going to be dedicated to our first ever installment of the ballers beers and banner fantasy awards. You guys ready?
1: As I'll ever be
0: as ever. I'm very excited for these it's kind of fun Um, all right so we have some interesting names for these awards and we'll explain the description of them we each came up with a nominee for each award and uh, and then we'll tell you who we decided it deserved who decided to, who wins the award uh, out of those three nominees okay here we go first award name is the Heineken 50-pack award. Of course, Moose famously would go to Costco and get a 50-pack of Heineken. Great value in that 50-pack. So this award, the description is, it goes to the player with the best value compared to their draft position, which doesn't necessarily mean they were drafted late. They could be you know, drafted in the first round, but their value was incredible. Anthony, who's your pick? Who's your nominee?
2: I went with Keenan Allen. Um earlier in our podcasting uh episodes uh keenan allen i was comparing him to some of the other veterans like guys like odell beckham or like some of the older guys like odell beckham and uh ty hilton and i think keenan allen wasn't like we weren't looking at him as like a a guy that was going to do amazing he like did way better than i thought he would um he was pretty consistent and Yeah, that's my guy.
0: Yeah, Keenan Allen, awesome. My pick was Aaron Rodgers, who was drafted pretty much QB 10, ended up QB number two right behind good old Josh Allen, who, Moose, is your nominee. Yeah,
1: he uh, ADP is 72 and uh, finished seventh overall, had a fantastic season.
0: And so our, our nominees are Keenan Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, the award winner. For the Heineken 50 pack award, best value goes to Josh Allen. We settled My on pick Josh for Allen for best
2: QB of the year.
0: Yes, for that reason, QB number one on the year. You're basically able to draft able to draft him in round six, which is pretty incredible to be the QB one. All right, beauty. Next up is the Rookie of the Year award. Pretty simple. It's for the best rookie fantasy player. Nominees are.
2: I went with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I didn't think he was going to do well. He did well, and I drank for it. So he was the highest finisher out of the rookies in fantasy points. So he's my pick.
0: Yes, number five on the year. I love it, by the way. Uh, But I went, I couldn't not go with Justin Jefferson, um, who finished uh, wide receiver number five on the year. Absolutely electric all season. He's my nominee.
1: My nominee was James Robinson, undrafted free agent. Wasn't even expected to play this season, but due to injury, COVID, and trades, found his way into a starting position. Uh, ADP of 139, probably undrafted in most leagues, but you know was then wavered. Um, and uh, was the 49th running back taken overall. And and he was he was who I went with.
0: And the winner of the rookie of the year goes to Justin Jefferson. We finally settled on. It's actually his ADP that was 139. He was the 49th receiver off the board. Oh, I <laughs> you apologize. Got him. <laughs> Read our notes. That's on. okay. That's okay. Um, you could have got him basically with one of your final picks uh, in the draft, and he ended up being
1: probably your top wide receiver
0: most weeks. So, rookie of the year goes to JJ. Um, next award. The and this is inspired by Anthony's rants. This is the I just can't award. And it's the player you will never draft again because they frustrated you for for whatever reason. You can explain. Nominees are.
2: I went with Jared Goff. This is the second year of taking him. uh, And he's let me down every single time. And I just just can't. I don't know why I do it. I'm like, oh, he doesn't finish. He doesn't finish that low. So he can't be that bad. But just watching him the whole season, it's just the most frustrating thing ever. So it's done. Jared Goff, you're dead to me.
0: That's a good little rat there. Moose and I have the same pick. Moose, you, you want to go ahead? <laughs>
1: Are we going to do it at the same time?
0: Okay. Well, uh, sure. <laughs> Howard!
2: Oh, my God. That was awful. It's just
0: I Howard! We yeah, I didn't know we were going to say the Jordan part. All right. We picked Jordan Howard. I guess we were both kind of – I guess I was the highest on him before season. I was like, he's he's the you can get him as a starting running back in such a late round. is not – that? Yeah, he got like five points all year. So, um, the- no, no, we, we
1: determined we determined it was actually yeah. a little bit better than five points, but in the grand scheme of things, it probably felt sure. like five points.
0: Sure. So, the the winner for the I Just Can't award goes to Jordan.
1: How what? <laughs> <laughs> One of
0: you um, cut out. It was really weird.
2: It was dead. Okay.
0: He was, uh, ADP of 91, uh, 31. Uh, positionally 31 31st, 31st running back off the board and he was just awful and we spoke about him so much that it's just uh, never mommy. again never again yes not you but i mean you you argued about him just the correct way um next award is another another shout out to anthony it's called the mickey ultralight award <laughs> it goes to the player that was uh drafted in most leagues who's drafted a lot But mostly disappointing, a.k.a. a lot of people drink Michelobes and they're, you know, they're they're sold everywhere, but they're mostly disappointing. The nominees are.
2: (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with uh, DJ Chark. Everybody thought the rapport between him and Minshew the season before was amazing. So he had uh, he was ranked higher. Um, It was just it was just bad.
1: Well, don't don't forget.
2: Don't forget. He did deal with injury. He did, but when he was injury healthy and Minshew's it was, injury, it, right, and Minshew being yeah being pulled and everything, so it wasn't the best situation. But the, uh, maybe I can add this to to the the list of don't draft the player again. It's Jacksonville, but who knows? Next year with uh, uh,
0: Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence, next year mm, yeah. I
1: don't know. Does D. Um, Westbrook make a comeback? <laughs> I think, Who knows? Unlikely.
0: Um, <laughs> my nominee La-Visca. for the Viska Delight Award is. Philip Lindsay. I think Lindsay's one of those players that was drafted in a lot of leagues um, and, you know, suffered a, what was it, turf toe early on. He, he, he And he's always looks good in the games. You're like, man, Lindsay's crushing it. How many fancy points does he have? Oh, six. Oh, okay, great. Um, you know, he just wasn't really usable all year. So um, he's my Mickey ultra Light.
1: And uh, my Mickey Ultralight Award goes to Marquise Hollywood Brown, who, well, probably not, no, by no fault of his own, was pretty disappointing for where you might have drafted him.
0: I think he was he was highly like uh, pumped up, like we hyped him up. The, the, there was a lot of people hyping him up, um, but he disappointed pretty much the entire season. Picked it up towards the end, but huge disappointment. He was the 32nd wide receiver off the board adp of 78 he is our mickey ultralight winner marquise brown i mean go check can we check his uh and they go pull up his like stats there bud or uh, moose pick up his early season no no i end up finishing okay but pick up his early season games yeah
1: i looked them up real quick they were bad (laughs) okay fine
0: next award is in honor of one of the beers moose drank and it's the raftman award and uh since raftmen are uh loggers who are bringing uh, you know logs down the river you know they have to be pretty reliable good footing you can't mess up and it's an important job the raftman award is for the player the most reliable or consistent fantasy player nominees are
2: i went with stefan diggs uh only two single-digit weeks. Uh I believe he finished, was it number two or did he end up finishing number one overall? Three. Number three. Oh, number three. Well, still. Yeah. Top five guy. Still. still. Good, Mr. Reliable.
0: And I went with Devontae Adams, who you know was injured. So there were those games that he didn't play. But beyond that, super reliable. And from week six onwards, let's see. Eh, one single digit, one nine-pointer, but very consistent and won you a lot of weeks.
1: I went with Travis Kelsey, who plays a very inconsistent position for fantasy and who brings weekly consistency uh, if you own him uh, as my pick.
0: And the winner is Travis Kelsey gets the Raffman Award. boy, Trav. I mean... It's just fantastic. You can't beat him. Tight end one on the year. He would have been like a top like seven wide receiver. Just crazy. Next award is the Stout Shout Out Award. Uh, Stout Beer. Okay. And Stout Performing. So a player that most outperformed their draft position. Not quite the same as our Heineken 50 pack, which is based on just value and could be anywhere in the draft. This is someone that outperformed their draft position so probably someone that was drafted a little bit later nominees are
2: so i went with david montgomery um for me in my leagues uh most of my drafts were after his injury so for me he was always available super late and he finished number six four Four. on the year four Four on the on the year so um for my leagues he definitely outperformed where he was drafted
0: and I went with Josh Allen, who we already talked about in the Heineken 50 back Similar. <laughs> so he's my nominee.
1: Yeah, I went with James Robinson undrafted. There's no way anybody drafted him day one in redraft leagues.
0: <laughs> not if, not, especially not if your draft was early. Uh, and the winner of the Stout Shoutout Award is David Montgomery, who was the, uh, who had an ADP of 68. He was the 28th running back off the board in New said City, finished fourth. And his end of year, guys, his end of year after the bye week, 22, 25, 23, 28,
2: 19, 23. Whew,
0: that is stout. Next award is the Molson, I think we're calling it the Molson Ultra Light Award. And that is for the player, sorry, Anthony, picking on Anthony's light beer, player that most underperformed their draft position. Nominees are
2: Todd Gurley. roman numeral (laughs) two uh yes it was looking good at the start of the season you know just slightly in the double digits because of his touchdowns but then you know what everybody had thought would happen happened and yep didn't look good
0: yeah completely fell apart and my nominee is Clyde Edwards Hilaire or Hilaire who was drafted so high and there was was tons of hype the hype was Crazy, and he ended up just being okay, just okay, but not worthy his of his finish.
2: A was round. hilarious.
1: <laughs> nice. Injuries are funny to you.
2: No, his oh, finish ouch. is funny. Ouch. Ouch. His, his performances finished, you know. when he was healthy, too, was also not good. I'm giving a hard All time. All the time.
1: Giving you a hard time. Just like everyone should give Love Bell a hard time. And <laughs> <laughs> he's my pick. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. And the winner. The Molson Ultralight Award goes to Todd Gurley. Oh, so sad. We were so big on Todd Gurley. He was the 15th running back drafted on average. Mm. He finishes the 29th running back. After the bye week, his points were 3-0-2-4-2-6-4. Awesome. Yikes.
1: Arthritis of the knee is no joke.
0: I guess not. Or arthritis of the falcon. Um, all right, next up is the IPA Award, which could be for the beer or inadequate player award. Uh, hilarious title from Moose. Uh, and this is for the biggest boom or bust player, a player that performs and gets tons of points or gets very low points. And you started them and they busted on you. Nominees are.
2: how went with DJ Moore. Uh, I don't think any more needs to be said. Ha. Any More
0: needs to be said.
2: <laughs> um,
1: hold on, hold on. I'm going to do what Anthony does every time we do a bad pun. Huh.
2: <laughs> or boo. <laughs> boo. Boo. Um, yeah, up and down. Oh, no, Anthony, you're done. We're moving on.
1: Yeah.
0: We're moving on. I'll I, for you guys, my <laughs> nominee, silence. my my nominee is Tyler Lockett, and should have dropped it. Um, man, was he boomer bust? He had high of forty five points at one point. He had a thirty two. He had a twenty seven, and then he had duds like five, six, eight, five, four point nine. And the problem with him is that those big big games were kind of always in your memory, so you probably started them from week to week. And he busted on you so many times. Let you down. So he's my nominee.
1: Uh, my, name, my nominee is Cooper Cup. I mean, he, he's something different than Boomer Bust. His his fantasy points all over the place. Zero consistency. <laughs> it's just wild. Zero
0: consistency. Um, but for the winner of the IPA Award, Inadequate Player Award, we went with Tyler lock it and it took some convincing but I think the fact that he was number 9 overall and people I convinced Anthony that people were starting him week to week Um, so allowing like me for those busts. you kind of
1: have to I mean I mean the guy put up record yeah. fantasy points exactly exactly
0: all right I uh, think we got uh, two more awards here <laughs> I see Moose added an award and filled in our already consensus pick I love it <laughs> We can talk about the consensus, but here's our second to last award. Go is the Skunk to Funk Award, and that is the best player that went undrafted in leagues, or in most leagues. And I think let's uh, let's just say it on the count of three: the nominees and the winner. One, two, three. James, James Robinson.
2: Robinson. <laughs> that
0: was, that off, was like
2: really it. like awful.
0: Yeah yeah he was uh oh, mostly undrafted and ended up finishing what did he running back six I think he's running back six on the year mm. uh pretty awesome all right moose tell us about uh, this new award you had in which i think is fantastic
1: well i mean it's it only makes sense i can't even believe it wasn't there before but this is the he's old award. he's old <laughs> okay um
0: i have a nominee well <laughs> Can I I let you know?
1: That's that's, that's like a legitimate age thing.
0: I didn't put that. I didn't type that into the chat. Uh,
2: I I, I filled it in just to give us some players to talk uh, about. I I like it. So I guess he's not old compared to the guys we're going to mention after, but I put Julio Jones because as athletes, you know that even if it seems young, it's, it's old for football. Julio Jones, I'm sick and tired of this bull crap of him, you know, hampered by injury and he's just old. He's going to retire in like two years for sure, or maybe mid season next year. It's going to happen. You just can't play anymore.
0: Oh man. Now I really want to trade, to, uh, trade him, <laughs> get him from you in dynasty. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go with Mr. Big Ben Roethlisberger because nice. who looked older than big Ben this end of season slash throwing those four interceptions against the Browns. He looked old.
1: He definitely did. And he's
0: 38. So yeah.
1: I I put Mark Ingram. He's looking old and he's being replaced.
0: Yep. Yeah. Quite possible. Um, Another option could be Larry Fitzgerald who did retire and he's very old. Um,
1: Yeah. I like all those. Larry Fitzgerald retired.
0: Yeah. He officially retired. I'm pretty sure.
1: Uh, I didn't see that. Yeah, where where did you he, get that information from?
0: He didn't. I I thought it was like the day after the season ended. He, he announced uh his retirement. I'll, I'll pro- check with producer Jim. While you guys discuss who should win this award,
1: Ingram oh. or Big Ben or Julio. Well, I think Big Ben. I,
2: I'm going with Big Ben. Yeah. Oh, oh, you, we're switching <laughs> the consensus. Okay, but I, I like I like. I'm Big good ben. with Big Ben. I'm good with well, both. What
1: was the previous consensus?
2: Well, you. Oh, I think you. Because I, mean, I filled it. I filled in Ingram under your name but you had put oh. ingram in consensus so i thought that's you were just making well, i didn't know i decision. didn't know we
1: were going to discuss it i thought we just roll with it Ah, uh, okay okay but
2: roll uh with yeah
0: it. city guys You remember that seat uh tiwa that's all Terrible. um <laughs> oh no he hasn't officially retired it's expected to be a while
1: i thought it was official sorry guys well he My was bad. supposed to retire i think last season and the season before that
0: yeah and mm-hmm. the one before that
1: yeah we had discussed
0: and the one before that
2: while <laughs> while we're on he the subject, we had
1: discussed his retirement though in one of our episodes.
2: Yeah, yeah. W- while we're on the subject, like just briefly, I don't know how much time we have left. Uh, but the, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of retired people, uh, NFL players, uh, this off season. Like there's a lot of significant candidates. ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Philip Rivers yeah, could yeah.
0: retire. Big Ben, Drew Brees, if he wins. I um, think you'd
1: be surprised, Anthony. I think the the fan base and the fantasy world. I'm these guys retirements, but they're not going to retire.
2: No, well, I'm very aware that guys like, like even Gore came out and said that he's like, I, I, I think about playing again. Like, it's like, dude, really? Should you play again? It's like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like I don't know. Is better is, than Love laugh Bell. He's better than Love Bell. But this is what's yeah. crazy.
1: If I was Frank Gore, I'd be laughing because you know, like he he tries hard, but like you know, he can only try so hard at his age, and they just keep paying him.
2: Yeah. They keep I mean, giving it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Ingram could be a guy, Gore, Roethlisberger, Breeze, Like when, you, when you
1: think about how much young talent is currently in the NFL already. On Cam team, Newton. Why are some of these old guys even playing?
2: Well, maybe they have
0: gambling debt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, they love it. They, they love the game. And yeah, you're getting
2: paid pretty well. You want to set yourself maybe up to family. Maybe they have several wives or several women with children that they no, no, have
1: to... No, no, I understand why they're personally several playing. Wives. I don't understand why the teams keep paying them.
2: Uh, hmm. Well, like a guy like Gore, like he, he's not a pain in the, the ass. He, he could teach the younger guys. So maybe... Yeah,
1: but then why are you starting him?
2: Well... They didn't. St- well, that was injury. Yeah, that's Adam Gase. You gotta have to ask Adam Gase. Yeah, that Adam Gase is also the worst. Ever. Uh, but and, It still happened.
0: Yeah. And then there's other guys like uh, I mean, like it doesn't hurt. It, it doesn't hurt to have Larry Fitzgerald around, teaching you know uh, Christian Kirk stuff about wide receiver and being a, a veteran in the locker room. And he's unreliable, but, so but, but, but it doesn't hurt. But then why yeah. are
1: you why are you starting him? Like, but this, at what like point... Larry would catch the ball and fall over? You know that doesn't right. get the ball down the field.
2: And he at what good. point it's like, are you you're paying coaches to coach these positions, and you're gonna keep a veteran player on your team to coach those players too? Like it's just that's it's big money. It's big money. Right?
0: No, no, but there it's it's about yeah that, that's a thing in football and team sports. You have veterans to pass on and and provide leadership and also just set the example for how to behave and how to you know whatever. Yeah, blah, but you blah, do blah. that
1: you do that maybe like one or two years, then you retire. Like I feel like Larry Fitzgerald, like it's time. You've yeah. done the best. I mean, like Larry,
0: Larry Fitzgerald's a guy that you don't tell to retire. Like if he says he's coming back, you're like, okay, you're on the team. And like, you might have a discussion about what your role is like, Hey, you're only going to see the field for half the snaps or whatever. You know, you're cool with that. Okay. But you know, you, you kind of, he kind of gets his way. And then quarterbacks, you know, when you're, when your franchise quarterback retires after like, like a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady or, or big Ben, like you're starting over. You're probably starting over. You have to find someone in the draft or you gotta get lucky with a free agent. So that's 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 like a you might as well uh, like if Breeze it doesn't win and they say he wants to come back one more time, they're gonna be like, Yeah, for sure. Like let's let's try it. Well, we'll try to win next year.
2: Some teams I feel like sometimes I hate to say it, but I love the NFL, but sometimes I feel like it's rigged because look look how it ended up. Peyton Manning for several years in Indianapolis. One year that he sits out because of injury. And then they're the worst. They get an early uh, pick in the rookie draft. They draft Andrew Luck, and then Peyton Manning goes to another team. Like I feel like, like uh, I'm expecting a big surprise from New England next year. Like they had this bad year, somehow they're going to have a quarterback, and they're going to be good next year. Like I feel like that's going to happen. Yeah, Jimmy
0: Garoppolo back. He'll go back to New England.
2: That would be hilarious.
0: Yeah, Deshaun Watson to San Francisco. Uh, That would be uh amazing. That would be amazing.
2: Well, be there's a, a lot time. of Miami talk, which is surprising me that why would yeah. Houston, why would Houston want to take Tua? If like Miami is willing to get rid of Tua for Deshaun, like what, like,
0: uh, well, Deshaun, it, if it comes down to they have to trade Deshaun Watson. I mean, they, they shouldn't trade him right in their right minds. They're going to try and work it out, yeah. which is might probably the most likely scenario. But Deshaun Watson has a no-aid clause. So, but if he refuses to play and demands a trade, he basically has to approve where he gets traded to. So it's very interesting. So I think he has mentioned Miami as a preferred destination. Yeah. Wild. Wild, wild, wild. wild. And I, th- I think I'm like 95% on the no trade clause. More than I was sure about Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff uh, to be had next year. And we'll we'll keep you up to date with all of it throughout the off season, oh, but, uh, and we
2: forgot to mention oh, something. Oh, oh. Okay. Congratulations to Alabama and Oh, well they won
1: and yeah. their
2: coach Go has done something so ridiculous and has won seven national titles. Is it seven? Nick Saban. Yes. Nick Saban, seven national, seven national, national titles. titles. That is ridiculous. Congrats. Okay. What's more seven. impressive
0: though. Hold on. What's more impressive. Nick Saban's seven college titles college championships or bill belichick's six nfl super bowl titles
2: i'm gonna i'm gonna say the college ones because oh no listen listen they're they're both massive achievements but the thing with college is the turnover of players losing like you you got to think of it that alabama every three years like if he's going to recruit somebody to his school he will he can say and like kids usually stay for three years unless they're ridiculously talented, but he will, he can go to somebody's house and be like, you are guaranteed to win a national title. If you come to Alabama.
0: Right. So it's a little bit of chicken in the egg.
2: So his,
0: he his... gets, he, he gets, so there's the turnover players leave to go to the NFL. But once you've had success, I think it was hard to achieve that initial success. But now that they're recognized as the best team in college football, all the best recruits want to go there to play. So they inevitably right. get, like, he doesn't even have to try that hard anymore. Right. So, but there's still the other really so good like, schools. Like, the second best team, they destroyed in the finals. That's the second best team in college. So, but
2: didn't I think well, they didn't have their quarterback way did, more? Pricey. Did Fields play?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Justin Fields played. They did lose their running back uh, on the first play. Oh, that's right.
2: Yeah. It's,
0: but it's often not even close. Or like, or the second team's the only team that can keep up. You know what I mean? So it just doesn't have the parody that the NFL does. Like the any, any given Sunday, another team could win. So to do win six Super Bowls.
2: And huh. I hate them because I'm an Auburn fan and I have to watch Auburn get their asses kicked by Alabama all the oh, time. Oh,
0: there we go, Moose. No, the ass 11th is allowed. hour. Ass,
2: ass is allowed. Ass is
0: allowed. I don't, I, don't okay.
2: know, I don't know what the rules are. I said smart yeah. ass before too, but ass is allowed.
0: All right, well. You had to
2: get I your think, ass.
1: Didn't maybe you, if you put smart in front of it, it's okay. If you put dumb, yeah. maybe that's not appropriate. But I think
2: if you put smart, you're allowed. And mm. and alone, maybe it's okay? I don't know. Well, no, uh, producer Jimmy needs that, to check. I'm uh, pretty don't sure. Be an,
0: don't be an ass smart, Anthony. Oh, wait. Before. I messed it up. Jeez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Um, um, this episode
0: yeah we are all wrapped up uh that was fun though guys our first ever fantasy awards um and we'll be back on we're gonna record on sunday night to recap and talk about uh some of these awesome layoff games and
1: Dave's i'd uh, have to chug three beers
0: potentially yeah. potentially but uh you yeah, know yeah. at least at least i'm willing to make the bets as always thanks we for listening made the bets we'll see you next time <laughs> ciao